0: winona forever is brought to you by the cage club podcast network for more podcasts about movies and nostalgia head on over to cageclub.me hi i'm lindsay gibb and i'm reka tolseram and this is winona forever Welcome. Uh, today we're talking uh, about the film *Autumn in New York*, which is uh, came out in 2000. It's a drama romance with Richard Gere and Winona. Um, it's ah, uh, let's see. It's about a um, an aging restaurateur, playboy fellow who's just recently has an article published in in you know. Some magazine And his, okay. his you know, As a bachelor And you know What is it like Most eligible bachelor Or something Oh like that? I don't even remember The something article part <laughs> I, anyway, <laughs> I just Because I kept throwing around This magazine But anyway he um, He's like a He's a big player Yes um, And then he falls for Win- Winona 22 year old uh, Charlotte Yes And uh, But then you know Quickly we find out She's terminally ill Yes Uh, And today we're joined by uh, a guest, Michelle Lovegrove-Thompson from the TIFF Film Library.
1: Hi, Michelle. Hello. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem. Uh, I have a question for you right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Why did you pick this movie?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will admit it's a process of elimination,
0: given that
1: uh, I was provided a list. And as I looked at it, um, her more recent film, she, it's, it's less common for her to have like the lead role. So yeah. I wanted to choose a film where I felt like she was still the lead person. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing this and enjoying it, you know, when I was what, like 20 or something. I don't, yeah. Approximately. So I was kind of curious to also see how the film had aged since then.
0: Okay. Um,
1: because she was definitely one of my favorites of the time. So gorgeous. I loved her pixie haircut, all of that stuff. Um, definitely wanted to invest in her as a character at the time, you know, projecting. So mm-hmm. I wanted to revisit the film to see how closely I would still feel okay to, to my 20-year-old self. That's fair. <laughs> I Long had story never... short, a lot has changed. Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had never seen this before. I think just because I didn't think it looked good at the time, so I didn't want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um i saw it when it came out of course you did went with my friend <laughs> you Ed, had to with my friend angela mack nice. uh she i recall that she was like crying beside me oh, yeah. but i did not like this movie back then mm-hmm. um and you know it's one of the few films like i've only seen once i had only seen once since oh. the rewatch uh which was a couple days ago and um, I don't own it. Yeah, it wasn't a, something I would would have wanted to watch again. Right. Except uh, you, but were I had made to. to for this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too. Cool. Um, so, uh, what did you think of it, Lindsay? Okay. Uh, I. It was. Ah, I guess it was what I expected. It was like not. It was watchable, and it was like kind of enraging in moments, and <laughs> <laughs> so that made it sort of like. Enough to like keep me watching it. Whereas, I don't know, like the, yeah. the next movie we're gonna do, I was like, this is incredibly boring. Right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so it wasn't like that. I kind of right. thought it was possible that it could be something like boring yeah, yeah. on top of not being something that I wanted to see, but it, yeah, it wasn't boring.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was not boring. I also felt that because it was set in New York, autumn moving into Christmas. Yeah. I watched it last night and sort of ends at Christmas, although obviously it ends sadly. So I enjoyed the setting. Like I always like watching movies that are set sort of in a sparkly time, you know, (laughs) in New York or whatever. So the setting was good. I mostly felt like I watched the movie with a sense of, Almost outrage. Like almost every beat yes. of the film is contestable. You're just like, okay, pause yeah. here, pause
0: here. <laughs> yeah, really. I like, was. Uh, I wrote so many notes. Like, there's I some wrote movies more where more notes just, than I usually do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just like, what did just? I just happened. was writing a lot of Richard Gere's lines down. Yes. and said, really? <laughs> yeah Just like, yeah. really, he says this? It was totally the lines. Ooh. There was a lot of lines that yeah. I wrote down, which we'll get so to. Um, it's funny that this is, so it's funny that it's called autumn in New York just cause I don't know, like, I guess it is autumn for a minute and yeah. whatever. Um, but then like the song autumn in New York is not in this movie at all, which no. I, don't, I don't really know why yeah. the, there's hmm. maybe a reason or maybe it just didn't work out. It sounds like it's a working title that never got changed or something. <laughs> <Maybe. right>? Like <laughs> what are we going to call those lows? It's just, you know, I don't know. Like maybe because it's so quick it's like you know the autumn right but it no mm. nah, it's no good um me may- but it does capture new york i guess yes. that was part of it like they really got a lot of central park in there yeah uh, mm-hmm. but you know that's about it actually it was know. and also maybe it's fitting that this is this episode's coming out on december 26th because it is christmas that this ends at um but this movie came out in August two thousand. Mm.
1: Why? Oh, what a weird timing.
0: Yeah. That's not good. That's not gonna sell. Yeah, It didn't make sense to mm. me why it came out in August. Anyway.
1: Yes. I also didn't realize that Elaine Stritch plays Winona's yes. like grandmother. huh. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have known who she was, I guess, at the time of originally seeing the film. So that was really interesting as well. Like this character piece that she's doing, which is fantastic.
0: Yeah, I liked her. Dolly. If anything, yeah. I liked her. Dolly. <laughs> yes.
1: Also, are you aware that this was, so I looked it up, and it said it was directed by a woman named Joan Chen. Yes. Which was the other reason I picked it, because I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Who is this director? Why did she Did she decide to direct this? Um, also, are you aware that she is an actress from Twin Peaks? Yes. The woman who directed this? Yes, okay. she was Josie
0: Packard <laughs> on oh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. Uh huh. What an
1: interesting connection. I know. I was like, <laughs> Sweat, Joan Fine.
0: <laughs> so weird. I was like, oh, it's yeah. written by a woman too, but it's actually a guy named Allison. Yeah. yeah. I thought that too. <laughs> I was like, cool. Yeah. This but is I'm a, like, two of course women. it's written by a man. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> it felt, felt like it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last feature film that Joan Chen directed. She only directed two, but this was the last yeah. one. And that was it. She was like, eh. Maybe this is not for me, <laughs> maybe the movie didn't lose money though it seems okay. I think people love those types of like, yeah it so I was wrong in last episode, I said girl interrupted lost money. it actually so I just said what it made domestically it actually made forty eight million worldwide, so that was. More than the forty million that it okay, cost. Okay. But this movie cost sixty five million to make and it made ninety million worldwide. Okay. So it made more oh, wow. money than Girl Interrupted. Which I guess it's it's more of a like mainstream, I guess, movie yeah. than, than Girl Interrupt. Easier Interrupted to take. Was. Yeah. Easier to market. Market. Probably. Yeah. 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 Uh. Okay. So let's talk about the movie and what happens <laughs> in it and what made us mad. I mean, just well, I, to begin, he's not, you can tell right away he's not a good person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's a douche. Does that start with him hitting on a pregnant woman and then breaking up with his current girlfriend? Yes. Like, yeah. that's like in the first, it's two the first minutes of the film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and for then, no and
0: reason. Like, he was just like, oh. Guess it's what? time. <laughs> it's time. Oh, there's another girl. <laughs> there's another. Yeah. You know, there's a girl in a boat. Yeah. Just a random girl floating by in a boat, which was Winona. Mm-hmm. But he just like looked at her meaningfully and I'm like, really? But she's in a boat. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I think Winona's, you know, captivating and everything, but like not in that moment floating by in a boat. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was, I think it was yeah. just like, uh, yeah, I mean everything about this movie. is. But anyway, <laughs> the boat, the yeah. boat look. Boat. And then later in the restaurant he sees her again and then happens to know his grandma her grandmother because she used to he used to like go around with his, her mother. Yeah. Which was another weird thing and yeah. They were friends. Yeah, they apparently. were friends. They never like slept together because he like slept with her best friend or something like that. Right. right. But like he could have been her dad. So that's weird that he was friends like he's friends with her grandmother and knows her mother and yeah. then d- that doesn't stop him at no, all like nothing no, no hesitation no boundaries there. He's like I'm going to go for this. In fact it's, it seems yeah. like it's like oh cool. I know her family. That helps like yeah, we I got an her in up. I have an in.
1: Yeah. I met her. <laughs> Well, when he calls, she's like, oh, did you want to speak to my grandmother? Just hold on. And he's like, no, I'm calling for you. Yeah. And he kind of like, you should stop saying wow so much. Time to grow up or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I wrote that one down. You're a grown up now.
0: When's that going to stop? Yeah. Like,
1: fuck you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then she's all kind of embarrassed. She's amazing on the phone. (laughs) Like, it's such a weird moment of her just being like, oh, my God, he's gone me like off yeah. to the
1: side yeah.
0: and like everything he says she like exclaims kind of outside of the, the like phone. she's so excited like, so into him calling her like yeah. bullshit but, anyway, yeah. but like and he says shitty things to I her know. and she's like excited she's about eating it. it up yeah she loves it uh, yeah
1: that whole scene where she arrives at his apartment and he's like performing a play
0: yeah, yes. like
1: lying. It's just like a casebook study of like bullshit men. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this is the type of person. I <laughs> want
0: you to design me a hat. Blah blah blah. Like obviously, in the shape it was of for a her. woman's hip. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was, yeah. and that was the part that she was like, oh my God, he wants me to do it in the shape of a hip, and I'm just like, no, do not be wooed by that. That's that not a weird. thing. Yeah. <laughs> And then, was it? Was it? It was a hat with a bird. Okay, here's yeah. the thing. So then he's like, Oh, uh, my date stood me up. Do you want to come with me? Do you want to see the dress? Mm-hmm. And then she, like, wears the dress that he has bought already, which is weird. And somehow fits her yeah. fine, just perfectly. And, you know. And she doesn't wear the hat. She <laughs> doesn't wear the hat. She doesn't wear it. <laughs> It's like, what the it's so hell? Weird. And they did, never reference that she didn't wear the hat. Nope. They talk about the hat again later. <laughs> She's <sighs> never wearing that. You know what
1: I wondered was if she had brought the like sparkly, weird, plastically shawl that she wears with the dress. Oh uh, mm. yes. Like where
0: did that shawl, like plasticky thing come from? I just thought it was part of the dress so maybe oh. combo, it but maybe not. Bag? Maybe <laughs> it was in her garbage bag. And yeah, she did have a garbage bag of things yes. with her. I thought it was just a hat, but maybe it was that. I don't know. Or uh, like honestly like he was just so gross to look at. Like he was so sleazy. And and like he's consist yeah. like I don't know, he's always sleazy in movies, but this was just even like creepier because because he played a creep. Yeah. <laughs> so like there was no There was only, he was really one dimensional. He likes to sleep with women, uh, lots of them. And, you know. And she's clearly a character that's made to, like, teach him how to be a better person and then die.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's her whole purpose. And then at the end of the film, they just put a cap on it, right? Mm. They're laying there and he says, like, oh, you ruined me for other women or something. And she's like, I saved you for them yeah so they just literally they're like in case y'all missed it we're just gonna spell <laughs> out the message of the film right mm-hmm. Which is she served to like rehabilitate this man yeah so that he could lead a full life with other women which actually turns out to be his daughter and grandson mm-hmm. right which yeah is fascinating i did find the whole which we already touched on briefly just the whole plot device of him having known her mother um getting her mother's best friend pregnant Like, I'm just not sure what the point of the whole family structure is. Like, it's kind of a weird, discombobulated film.
0: Yep. Trying to figure
1: out all the pieces. And what was, like, this Allison man who wrote this film, (laughs) what were they trying to get at? Good (laughs) question. What were they trying
0: to work out? And Winona's Friends, like, it was, like, such a romance stereotype she had like the gay best friend mm-hmm. she's like hey, what did she call well she answered the phone she's like hey hey bitch i'm hey, ready bi- or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that <laughs> and then he's like what and she's like <laughs> oh my god it's you i didn't expect her i don't know but <laughs> yeah there were there were like one-dimensional friends that she had and didn't really see much of them She Saw more yeah. of his. she like spent a lot of time with his friends and like invested her time in him totally
1: I yeah, think her doesn't pass the Bechdel test. No, <laughs> no
0: not at all. Oh my <laughs> god. And the party obviously where he sleeps with his ex. Oh right. Yes. While she's reading children yes. bedtime stories. <gasps> I know. Yeah. She's like this wonderful fairy person. She's a manic pixie dream girl, right? Yeah. Like she is she that the is. definition? I tried to look up the definition to be sure that I was using it correctly. And I think she <laughs> hits all the things. Yeah. She's teaching her. She's teaching a man. That's like her whole thing. I, and then disappearing. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yes. I think this was peak time for the Manic Pixie Dream Girl genre. Because there's this yeah. one. There was Garden State. But there's also a Sweet November. That one with Charlize Theron. Oh, yes, That's yeah.
0: Keanu. Where she
1: was also dying slowly and probably died at Christmas also. I can't remember.
0: Yeah. But I, know, I, I like never watched that whole, one either.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was also very
0: bad. <laughs> There's an episode yeah. about it on the Charlize Throne podcast on this network, so you can go listen uh-huh. to that right after this. <laughs> also, <laughs> when you date someone for maybe a month or maybe even two weeks, would you let them talk to your doctor? Oh, that made me so <gasps> mad! What yes. was that? Not only talk to the doctor <laughs> by himself while she's waiting in the yeah. hallway; she's not with what? him. Why is he talking to the doctor alone? Is this the 1960s? <laughs> and you're like. It made no sense. Yes. The doctors talk about the woman's health, but they don't, you know, <laughs> like talk to So her. many TV shows and movies <sighs> hammer home the you're not even allowed to see them. They're in like. The you know whatever yeah emergency if you're not related but you're not related away. so you gotta go and they're like but i'm their partner of like 15 years nope you're not married Nothing. you gotta go away and Richard then Gere. in this case not known her for three weeks can i have a word with the doctor alone the doctor like <laughs> calls him they're like buddies <laughs> you know like i don't know it's, it's so strange come. it was very strange <laughs> and upsetting yeah <laughs> it made me mad <laughs> I wrote in all caps a lot in my notes. I noticed. Oh boy. What yeah, is. I mean the
1: whole the whole relationship obviously moved with a, like tremendous velocity. But I think it was like their second date when they decided to keep continue their rela- their quote unquote relationship. Right. I think that's the second date since so she starts talking about love oh, in God. different contexts. Like I can't remember the lines, but there's a couple lines peppered throughout the film. Like, what about love?
0: Right, and I think oh, yes. that
1: starts very early, <laughs> like on their second date. It's the same date the first time she collapses. Sort of, ha- they're having right. like this magical mm-hmm. dancing. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the whole thing is a, a man's fantasy fairy tale.
0: Yeah, totally. He has For one. Himself. He has one line. I think it was when the first time she was trying to show up at his place or whatever, and she's late, and he said, "What's the point of being young and beautiful if it's not to keep men waiting?" Yes, that's oh, when yeah. she was bringing the hat. Yeah. Here's a quote from him: "Women seem to love it when you lie to them." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I have yeah. that written down as well. <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I mean, I loved <laughs> hating this movie. I think I just loved watching it and being so mad and just like laughing hysterically at how like over the top, ridiculously horrible <laughs> it was. It's so frustrating. Like the characters, how bad the characters were. Yeah, I think. yeah. And all the choices they were making.
1: In think. all the choices.
0: Yeah. yeah. After, like, you know, he cheats on her, blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to, like, beg for her forgiveness. He's like, let me love you. And she's yes. just exhausted. And she goes, I'm so tired. Yeah. So she, like, gave up <gasps> fighting him. Yeah. It was just, like, fine. Yeah, can you let me love you? I wrote that line down, too. Because Ooh. it was just one of those <laughs> lines. Like, I'm just a woman standing in front of a man or like you know those <laughs> types of lines. Yeah. I felt like can I let you can you let me love you was one of those.
1: Yes. I also wrote down the line, Our Love is a race.
0: Our love is what?
1: Our love is a race. And I I can't remember which character said that. Oh. But at this point it could be either of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh man. Yeah, what a funny it was a very funny film. I did like having Anthony LaPaglia <laughs> La yeah, as like his friend trying to be as conscious. Yeah, he's like, yes. no, treat her nice.
0: I do like Anthony LaPaglia so. in general in yeah. life. I like him. He's, he's a nice kind soul. Yeah, he's, uh, he's getting things sometimes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing when we were, so when I started watching this, because I'd never seen it before. And in the last episode, uh, Anne said to us, does she have cancer? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. Or you said, yes, she did. And then at the beginning of this, she's like, oh, it's my heart. I have a heart problem. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. it's not cancer. But then later, it's it like seems like it was a tumor in her heart. So yeah. I don't know if it was cancer. They never know.
1: really seemed to answer that. No.
0: I was like, she has cancer in her heart. I don't know. Like, what? <laughs> they just, they're piling it on.
1: To make what it, did you guys think of the part when they're in the car And she's trying to get him to tell the truth about the fact that he just cheated on her at this party and she's like, you know, ever since I started dying, my I can feel my heartbeat and I can tell if you're lying and she like touches me. I know. Oh yeah.
0: I know. I said like as if she's a human lie detector. (laughs) What? Does everybody have that ability? (laughs) Well, but I don't know. Can you really tell? It's so stupid. It's so dumb. (laughs) This movie Uh. Oh, yeah. What did you think, Michelle? The same?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, exactly. But I also thought, oh, they're really embracing like the magical dying woman. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Exactly. I wasn't sure if they were meant to be real or if that's like, was maybe supposed to be in tune with her personality. Like to be kind of, what is the word? Like really earnest?
0: Yeah. Well, she is a person who said at one point, my yoga teacher calls me unique. Yeah. so I a mean, unique a unique. unique she's a unique <laughs> yes not what unique that mean? a unique what, what does that mean I don't know <laughs> I didn't know that oh yeah. I didn't know she was a unique hmm well then <laughs> that's something else no it's the same <laughs> it's just as bad Oh, ooh, this movie. Um, another line that I just died during was when she asked him why he works in food. Why are you the food guy? What is it about the
1: food? Food, food is the only beautiful thing that truly nourishes.
0: And she said, Is that a quote? Is that a quote? <laughs> and he goes, It's me. <laughs> Uh. It was the way he said it's me, too. It was so like serious. And there was a big pause. (laughs) It's me. Oh, this movie. uh, Yeah, this movie. Brutal. Oh, dear. Yeah, the touching of the chest. I felt like this film. Oh, sorry.
1: No, go go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I felt like the film would function actually well as a drinking game. Like, <laughs> yes. you could set up oh, your criteria yeah. mm-hmm. for certain sure. types of lines, or every time it seems like he's been reading like from a pickup artist playbook. Yes, you could take a, a shot. You'd be drunk in the first t- ten minutes, probably. <laughs> yes, you know, every, every time
0: you see a hat, you know, or like <laughs> one of her hats, <sighs> the crane. The cr- yeah, the crane is a common like she uses Birds, the crane in bird her bird stuff. imagery. Um, there's a lot of another thing that that sort of hammers home how magical she is is that she really likes uh chimes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of chimes.
1: <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I'm I guess <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Oh, I said she is kind of birdlike. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're so like
0: <laughs> yeah. chimes and nests situation. Oh God!
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting at the very end after she has died and Mm -hmm. he receives the package with the little, you know, bird, box, watch, reminiscent of the hat and it's the watch. Yeah. You know, and she said, you'll get this back when you've forgotten you gave it to me or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, Hmm, who did she arrange with to deliver that after she died? Or like, (laughs) like, did she know like mechanism? Yeah. Yeah.
0: She was just going to leave it on the floor there. I don't know.
1: (laughs) But it really did drive home He's standing, you know, in the window Looking out at New York Holding this memento He unplugs the Christmas
0: lights, you know, it's over I wondered if the watch thing Like maybe I forgot that she said those things to him About the watch But I thought, like, Mm -hmm. is him receiving the watch after she died Like a, I don't know Are they trying to say, like, time stood still while they were together And then now he has to move on Yeah, exactly Uh, So symbolic Oh boy
1: or, you know, just that now he's going to think of her every time he looks at his wrist and her her, her role as his savior is complete. Like she mm. served a very mm-hmm. specific purpose in his life.
0: Yeah. Now he'll maybe Basically. be able to have a relationship instead of being like, oh, it's time for me to break up with you. Yeah. Yes. But that
1: is, I did think it was interesting that the film ended not with him. Pursuing a real romantic relationship with the real woman he could love, but instead with his daughter on a boat holding his grandson, Mm -hmm. as opposed to romantic love, it it did end with family love, right? So I was like, well, that's an interesting choice.
0: Yeah, at least that, at least that's something that, like, maybe (laughs) was the only really him (laughs) slightly redeemable. I don't know; he's not redeemable. Mm. Not really. No. no. When when he cheats on her at that party. I know. <laughs> and then afterwards, I really believed him in the car when he was saying he didn't. Yeah. And then she doesn't. She knows. Yeah, she and knows. And then he admits it or whatever. And then he calls her juvenile for being upset about it. Cool, yeah. mm. cool, cool. What cool. the heck? <laughs> she's supposed to be thrilled about it. Right. Yeah. Her date sleeps with somebody else at a party that she's at while she's reading stories to children. No, <laughs> she was so, so bad. <laughs> she was so lovely. She showed up and immediately went to be with the children. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. And then the time where she, like, collapses, I think she, when she was skating, uh, and she collapses, and they go to the hospital, and the whole family's there, and they're all waiting. He gets to see her before her immediate family, like, <laughs> Yes! What? What? Yeah. How does he get in first? I don't know. He's, it makes no it sense. Doesn't, they just don't let that happen in hospitals. I was surprised that the document that she filled out was enough to, like, negate her original document that said she didn't want any medical intervention mm-hmm. if she was dying or whatever from the heart thing. Did he forge something? Mm-hmm. he forged, he forged something. Yeah. like, 12 of them. So, yeah. like, I don't yeah. <laughs> It's cool. Forging her signature, point. you know. Like, no witnesses saw her sign it, right, other than him. So yeah. was that enough? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. guess it was. I guess so. And then the way the doctor tells them that she's died, he comes out and throws down his hat. I'm like, that's not good bedside manner. That's no, not how you tell them. You can't be angry coming out. like That's obvious. Yeah. That was some cinematic drama for you, <laughs> some Hollywood style. <laughs> yeah. What's that actor's name? Uh, A.K. Simmons? J.K. Oh, Simmons. J.K. J. K. J. K. J. K. I don't know. J.K. Mm-hmm.
1: I remember him mostly from that show Oz, like the, yes, the prison show. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I know he's been in, like, a lot of other things,
0: but. Whiplash was, was the latest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I was thinking towards the end of the film, obviously she consented at the end to have the medical intervention. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to parse out if she would have lived a little longer, you know, even without the surgery. Mm-hmm. Or not? I couldn't tell. Obviously, they, the thing was that they were waiting until the last possible moment to do the like experimental surgery right. or whatever. Yeah. But it was really, I was like, wow. I mean, this is another violation. Like, it's sort of as mm-hmm. soon as she meets this person, mm-hmm. her life becomes joined to whatever his wishes are in a way. Like, oh, mm-hmm. wear this dress, go to this party while well, I'll do whatever I want. Um, I believe this can save you. So, like, she changes her mind for him, and then yeah, she does. She dies. But I couldn't. You know, it's hard. I guess it's hard to know. Maybe it wouldn't have mattered, like, the surgery or not. Maybe she was going to be dying that week. I don't know. But it felt, you know, it was an extra layer of control.
0: Because, I mean, she was conscious I mean. enough to talk to him and, like, f- to say, like, I fixed you or whatever for women. Mm-hmm. So she was mm-hmm. at least, like, it's not like she was unconscious or whatever, like. True. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe she could have lived longer.
1: I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I feel like yeah. there's not a lot of layers to unpack in this. Stuff.
0: No, 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 that's about like, Straightforward. <laughs> Everything that happens is all that happens.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. I mean, I wrote down so much, but I don't know. I think I feel like we just blasted through all of it. Yeah, <laughs> we really. I a, like, know. Angry. <laughs> it was a passionate delivery but we did it um his watch, i think i wrote down weird horrible sex scene behind glass i didn't like that oh, sex oh, scene. Yeah. <laughs> the hand on the gl- yeah, yeah. There was a mistake <laughs> well also didn't just, yeah. she like didn't she was it the first time she passed out that she was behind the glass too and at that time i think i wasn't sure if she was collapsing or having sex with him. And then the second time I was
1: like, I don't know which one thing is happening right now. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Well, and then at the very end, it's like behind glass, he's trying to surprise her by decorating the Christmas tree. So he doesn't see that she's fallen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I so feel uh, like that
1: glass has this like intentional mm-hmm. role
0: a little bit. Right. <laughs> but didn't it's we all love. know as soon as they turned the focus away from her and onto him, didn't we all know that he would turn that corner and she'd be fallen? Yeah. Yes. for sure. Of course. <laughs> for sure. It was obvious It's like, he's because you were like, hurry up. He's busy fixing some garland. You're like, no, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <gasps> yep. Um, we got some Winona voiceover in this, though, which is a thing that Rekha and I enjoy. Winona voiceover. Yeah. She read poetry, but like it wasn't on screen. It was like she was reading poetry oh. while you were watching her play with a fe- feather and a wind chime. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. Sounds about right. (laughs) Because she is whimsical. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What a film. What a film. It really is a film. Autumn in New York, (laughs) folks.
1: (laughs) Uh, um, I was going to say, I did look up a little bit about Joan Chen. Please, um, yes. And I read an article, well, it was like an interview with her, but it did say that there had been a different director attached to direct this film. And then there was some kind of dispute and they fired that director. Mm-hmm. And she was having success with the film she had made, Shu, The Upstairs. no. Uh, it was about a girl sent to live in Tibet. I forget exactly what the title was. Yeah. Um, that was successful. So somehow she got tapped for it. So she came in really quickly and yeah. shot it very quickly over a few months. So I was kind of impressed thinking about, you know, it's it's competently directed. Yeah. And it seems like she had a very short prep time to do so. Right. And it's only her second feature. So I was also kind of looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. Not too critically, obviously. was looking at a lot of different things. <laughs> right. But I felt like, okay, it's someone's second feature film ever. And Richard Gere and Winona, Winona Ryder, obviously, at that point, are huge stars. Yes. So it is kind of interesting that she was brought in. Totally. I would sort of like would love to know more about that, in fact, actually.
0: That was <laughs> that the that only thing to me that, like, seemed interesting <laughs> like I was like wow Joan Chen and then yeah 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 and it is and weird that, that it was her- again exactly hmm. yeah like what happened there like because yeah I, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that first film that she did but I did understand that it was well received
1: mm-hmm
0: didn't screen this in, in advance for critics apparently oh. I wonder why that's <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh Wow. But yeah, this was actually the first major Hollywood film to be helmed by a woman of Asian origin. There you go. Boom. So that's, that's so big. Yeah. Why was it this? Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's shocking. Wow. Hmm. Well, if this movie has anything, it's that.
1: And the lane stretch.
0: And the lean stretch. I did enjoy a lean had- stretch.
1: Do you? She? I wrote down one of her lines, even though it did not re- relate to like our main topic. Right? She said, "My." She comes in the apartment. She's like, "Excuse the mess. My maid died fourteen years ago." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just I wondered if she improvised some of her lines because they we were so, was good Like line. severe and yeah. quick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they were good.
1: They we were so good.
0: She was great. And she, you know, she told Winona, "Don't get with that guy." He's no mm-hmm. good. Even though like she seemed to have a fondness for him because when she saw him in the restaurant, she was like, Oh, hello and like friendly, but she just was like, mm-hmm. No, not with my granddaughter though. Like I know what he's like with women and this is not mm-hmm. good. Yeah, she tried to yes. shut it down. Shut it down.
1: Also, Richard you're supposed to be forty eight in that
0: film. Right. And he was probably How fifty old is something. He
1: I I feel like he looked like an old 48 He was was actually 51
0: And Winona was actually 29 During production Twenty-nine, And she was supposed to be 22 Okay So you know they shifted them a little bit Mm -hmm. Yeah Ah, People just talked about how Handsome he was so much In this movie (laughs) too (laughs) Ugh. Like characters talked about <laughs> yeah. it a lot, and I just like that ego on Richard Gere yeah. must be like through the damn roof. <laughs> just... Yeah, his hair is like always perfectly styled. Yeah, but yeah. not once do you see him style his hair. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, there's no that. moments like that. nothing. I felt her hats looked like something her mom in Beetlejuice would have made. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> Let's just throw some non sequiturs out there for this movie. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> uh, oh dear. <laughs> well, I I enjoyed talking about it though. <laughs> it was, enraging, but I knew that the three of us would have <laughs> a good time freaking out about it.
1: Uh, Sorry, there's not too much to unpack there. No, you're right. There's That's not it. much else.
0: I feel like the Joan Chen bit was like the most interesting, like, additional thing that
1: yeah, kind anyone of. who's
0: seen this might not have known.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Wow. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for calling in or for for answering l- your phone. And for watching us. that again, yeah. too. Because, you know.
1: Yes. That's a I whole... enjoyed to revisit. Okay. It's I, it, it serves, it's an interesting artifact to serve as a way to sort of look at how things have evolved, you know, in the last 18 years. So totally. it, for that, it was kind of an interesting thing.
0: Absolutely. Sure.
1: So, do you guys think it would be successful? Like, I just, I think it would not work now, but no, I could no. be wrong. Maybe I don't think films so. Films that are just as bad.
0: I'm sure we do, but you'd have so many articles about how bad this was.
1: <laughs> you yeah. know what
0: I mean, or like how bad the dynamic between them was. Yeah, now there'd be so many uh, that then I guess maybe it didn't mm-hmm. happen. I didn't. I mean, yeah, who knows? But yeah, no, I don't think I feel like it couldn't work now. No, nah. I don't think so. No. Nah. <laughs> well, great, cool. Awesome.
1: Okay. Thanks, Michelle, for okay. joining
0: us. And our thank you. Next episode is about what is it? Lost souls. Lost souls. Which have you seen, Michelle? You no, there? I haven't actually. <laughs>
1: well, yes, I.
0: Well, you, you don't have to watch it. No, I don't know. It's another doozy. <laughs> it is another doozy. <laughs> That's all. All right. Thank uh, you. Okay, bye. 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 Enjoy your trip.
1: Yeah. No, thanks. And have a good <laughs> holiday.
0: Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rekha Tulsaram. Contact
1: Rekha and Lindsay at Winona at CageClub.me.